Hello, and thank you for joining Unboss Me, the podcast, with your host, me, Kimberly Weston-Moore. Come on in, come on in, come on in, and thank you for tuning in to Unboss Me, the podcast. The podcast for the woman with a schedule fit for 10 people, but manages to get it done. The podcast that lets you know that you are not alone in finding balance in life and letting everything go and allowing God to use you. So are you ready for the topic for today? If so, go ahead, sit down, grab your tea, coffee, and snack, and chill with me for just a moment as I share with you how to unboss, let go, and let God be the lead of your life. So ready for this episode. This was epic, y'all. It was epic. I traveled in Europe all by myself with the girls. So let, let me say this. For the last few years, I've been concerned about traveling with the girls long distance. Um, so I was so concerned about, I mean, a number of things from the language barrier to the rules of the road to the cost. And of course, COVID, okay, which is a new development. But because of COVID and the fact that I have not left the country alone with the girls, I needed just a mini short vacation or what they call here in Europe, a holiday, just to recalculate it. And that vacation had to include the beach, okay? I needed to touch some salt water. I love the beach and that's where I wanted to be. So on Friday, I made it a point. I got prepared. I left work early um, or more or less on time because I got off early on Friday. I completed, tidied up, packed my bags so that we can get rolling. And so once I got off, the girls and I loaded up the car and set out on our journey to drum roll Amsterdam and Nordvik, Netherlands. What an amazing trip. This was truly a faith journey because for years, I noticed my husband has not liked traveling much. So I mustered up a little courage to jump in the car and go. But that courage did not come without my faith in God. Because of my lack of faith in God in the prior years while being here in Europe, I could only focus on the faith in my own abilities. My ability to get in the car drive, protect my girls because of course I grew up watching Lifetime movies and other movies that are out where there's all kinds of things like abduction and so I'm thinking hey I need to make sure I take care of my kids and they're close to me but anyway my miscalculation of fate it cost me two years worth of European travel two so when I talk about miscalculation of faith, you're probably wondering why, what I'm referring to. What I'm referring to is us having faith in ourselves, other people, and other things instead of having faith in God. The inability to have faith in God in all things causes worry and doubt. We also have to exercise faith in the things we do and not filter what we would like help with. So for example, with this trip, 
I was like, you know what, or any trip prior to even going on this trip, I was just like, you know what, that's, I'm, I'm trying to put this in my own hands. This is something that I'm trying to handle on my own. But instead, what I did differently this time, I said, you know what, I'm giving it all to God. I'm going to jump in this car and I'm going to go. So basically before strengthening my relationships with Christ, I found myself filtering certain things because I felt some of my concerns or issues were not important to him. But in everything we do in this life, it is important to him. Okay. So we must seek God first in all that we do. So don't filter sis, like focus on, Hey, it doesn't matter how big or small it is. Give it to God. Talk to him about it. Let him know your needs. Let him know what you want. Because at the end of the day, he is the one that's going to show you your promises. And trust me, they are bigger than what we could even see. And so what is something right now that you can think of that you haven't given to God to work out for you today? So I'm going to tell you, give it to him. Because throughout my almost five hour drive to Netherlands, I found that when exercising my faith, all of the things that I thought would cause me anxiety, uneasiness, worry, <laughs> it was obsolete. It didn't happen. I didn't have to worry about anything. I put it into his hands and everyone I encountered, they spoke English at the hotel, the beach, the restaurant, the train station, even while playing in the water at the beach. The visitors were speaking to us in English. And I mean, it was just an amazing experience how everybody could speak English. And I was like, probably the only one that needed to brush up on Dutch, German and every other language that people were speaking out there. But it was so amazing that God made it so easy for myself and my children to communicate with others while we were there. And so I was able to take advantage even of my hotel discounts so that kind of cut the cost and my gas tank once I jumped in the car I noticed that it was already filled up so I didn't even have to pay for my first tank of gas there was moderate traffic although I believe while I was driving I you know I got flashed a couple times let me know I need to get out the fast lane but hey who who's who's judging who's judging I tried my best so no matter what, I exercised my faith. I prayed and I spoke to God before every encounter, before getting on the road. And he covered us and we made it back safely. And that's why I'm here talking to you right now about how amazing it is to have faith in God. That mustard seed of faith is true. And so we really, really, really need to be grateful for that and be grateful for the fact that he covers us all the way through okay and so we're here we've been on our beautiful trip we were able to enjoy the sea we were able to enjoy the city of Amsterdam and unfortunately my children wanted to have Chinese food instead of going to the food hauling but that's another conversation for another day but I'm grateful that he is always with us and he was definitely with us on that trip and he never fails us in any situation. So just like my trip, which was full of surprises and assurances, I want you to know that faith is also combined with surprises and assurances. I didn't know that my trip was going to be as uh, fun and exciting and easy as it was. That was such a surprise for me, but I was confident that God will get us there. <laughs> 
take care of us while we were there and get us back home safely. So in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 40, it tells us about the great heroes of faith or what some may call the Faith Hall of Fame. And so in Hebrews 11, 1 through 4, it simply asks, what is faith? What is faith? It is the confident assurance that something we want is going to happen. It is the certainty that what we hope for is waiting for us, even though we cannot see it up ahead. So even though I did not know or was able to forecast or see the glory in our trip after having faith in God and just letting it go, we truly got there. We were having a good time. And because I had faith, because I put it all in his hands, I didn't have to worry about anything. I got to the front desk. They take, took care of me. We went out to eat a couple of times. We were taking care of everything was in order strategically, exactly the way we need to be. And my girls had a good time. But Hebrews 11, 1 through 4 goes on to read, men of God in days of old were famous for their faith. By faith, by believing God, we know that the world and the stars, in fact, all things were made at God's command and that they were all made from things that can't be seen. So when you are geared up to do something that you have never done before, I encourage you right now, just go ahead and do it. As a lifestyle coach, I have asked many people, what is the number one thing stopping you from doing what it is that you need to do? So some of the answers that I receive back, and it's pretty much a combination of fear and the lack of confidence. In the word, it tells us if we are fearful of something that's new, that that idea or whatever it is that 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 we are concerned about getting done, we must get it done by exercising our faith in God, depending on him. So when I begin to exercise my faith in him, I can tell you that things begin to manifest in ways beyond my belief. And with faith, I have assurance that I need that if he brings me to it, then he will definitely bring me through it. Okay. So I have experienced a glory on the other side of every trial, every tear, every loss, everything because I've had faith in God. And so I encourage you have faith in him because no matter what, he will not leave you or forsake you. He will get you through whatever you're going through right now. Just have faith, just birth, whatever it is that you're pregnant with, just do it. Because at the end of the day, He's there for you and he wants you to see the promises that he has for you. So it goes on to telling us about people in the Bible who exercise faith. And I'm going to start with in Hebrews 11 and 5, it states, Enoch trusted God too. And that is why God took him away to heaven without dying. And suddenly he was gone because God took him. Before this happened, God had said, how pleased he was with Enoch. You can never please God without depending on him. 
Anyone who wants to come to God must believe that there is a God and that he rewards those who sincerely look for him. So we have to sincerely seek God and have faith in him and believe in him. So it goes on to state in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7, which is Noah. Noah, who was another who trusted God, when he heard God's warning about the future, Noah believed him even though there was no sign of a flood and wasting no time, he built the ark and saved his family. Noah's belief in God was in direct contrast to the sin and disbelief of the rest of the world, which refused to obey. And because of his faith, he became one of those whom God accepted. This story is another amazing story because even now, just talking about today, there are things that God has given us, whether it's an idea or a project or something that we need to get done. And a lot of times we depend on others, their thoughts, social media, things that have to do with the with the world and we don't focus on him. And so it, it instills that fear or concern that we have and it kind of makes us a little bit slower in getting it done but also getting it done according to his will because we don't have or possess the faith that we need because we're so focused on what the world has to say. But we have to be like, no, when we get whatever God wants us to do, whatever it is that he's putting in us, because everything we need is inside of us. He's already given it to us. He's within us. If we use that, if we take those things and we apply it, we don't have to worry about it because we're being obedient. We're being the faithful believers that he wants us to be and not not miscalculating faith. We're focused on him. We're not focused on others. We're not focused on ourselves and our own abilities. We're not focused on things of the world, but we're focused on God. And so once we know that we are going to be focused on God like Noah, and we're going to build whatever it is that he puts on our hearts and not worried about what the world says, then we will see his promises. So there are a lot more stories within this chapter that, that are briefly discussed. But I want to move on to Hebrews chapter 11, verses 32 through 40, which state, well, how much more do I need to say? Now, when I listened to this first question of this verse, I kind of chuckled because how many times as mothers or as uh, supervisors, we say, now, how many times am I going to say that um, before this person gets it? Okay. And so this was just reassurance that it's so easy for us to talk about faith and tell people, oh, you got to have a faith in the mustard seed. You got to make sure you have faith. But how many times do we have to listen and see how it's worked in the word and see how faith, having faith has worked through people and God has truly manifested things in, in their lives and, and even in your life. And we still get to those points, even for things as small as traveling. Like I, I shared with you my story, we still don't 
have the faith that we need. So going on in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32 through 40, it would take too long to recount the stories of the Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and Samuel and all the other prophets. These people all trusted God and as a result won battles over three kingdoms, ruled their people well, and received what God had promised for them. They were kept from harm in den of lions and in fiery furnace some throughout their faith escaped death by sword. Some were made strong again after they had been weak or sick. Others were given power in battle. They made whole armies turn and run away. And some women through faith received their loved ones back again from death. But others trusted God and were beaten to death, preferring to die rather than turn from God and be free, trusting that they would rise to better life afterward. Some were laughed at and their backs cut open with whips, and others were chained in dungeons. Some died by stoning and some by being sawed in two. Others were promised freedom if they would renounce their faith, then were killed with the sword. Some went about in skins of sheep and goats, wandering over deserts and mountains hiding in dens and caves. They were hungry and sick and, and ill-treated, too good for this world. And these men of faith, though they trusted God and won his approval, none of them received all that God had promised for them. For God wanted them to wait and share the even better rewards that were prepared for us. So although we may never see the purpose of our suffering, the faithfulness of these heroes show us that no matter the sacrifice, no matter the trial, the hurt, the persecution that we may face, we are compensated by God through our faithfulness because in every sacrifice, God keeps his promises to us. If you are currently holding on to something that you have miscalculated your faith by only trusting in yourself or others to handle it for you, I encourage you to have faith in God. And if you are unclear about what to do, pray and ask him to guide you so that whatever it is you are going through, whether it is dealing with your marriage, your family, your job, friendships, money, your faith and patience in God will provide you with an open door to his promises. Know that your journey of trials will not last forever. I pray that your trials end today and God guides you to his promises. Be open to receiving him because now you know that you must not miscalculate your faith because your faith should be in God. I am here to let you know that the trials that you are going through right now are objects of your faith for the moment and only for the moment and they will soon become objects of fruition. So don't miscalculate your faith. For miscalculations of faith lead to complications that we cannot handle on our own. We have to give it all to God, and you will begin to experience short-lived sorrows of your journey here on earth. Because of my faith in God during my travels, there is definitely no stopping me now. I am on the move and I'm ready to book a whole nother trip. 
So as soon as we returned, I asked the girls, so where are we going next? Berlin, we will see you soon. Anyway, sis, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me during this time. I pray that today's episode has blessed you in the way that it has blessed me or in whatever way God would like it to bless you. And it's helping you on your journey to unbossing. And if it is, I would love, love, love if you hit subscribe and leave a comment. And with that, I give you the challenge. The challenge to be still, let go, and let God. The challenge to unbox.